Okay, with the filmmaking team of Clemency, we have James T. George, who's a director, writer, and we have Stefanica W.K., hopefully I said that right, and she's yeah. the producer, and she also plays the elf in the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. The first question, was that prosthetic uh, ears, or were those your real ears in the movie? I wish they were real. No, they were prosthetics. <laughs> how did you How did you do those ears, who, like, or who did them, and how was that, how was that process? Uh, my, my friend Jazlyn, uh, is a makeup artist and super nerd like us. So, you know, she came and helped out. Yeah. She's like opportunity to put ears on. I'm in. <laughs> and then, yeah, she did the, all the, the griming, griming me up good too. So yeah, it's not easy to do, right? Like one would assume to add, yeah. to add the kind of like triangle to the top of the ear. No. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, what what were they actually made of? Were they were they a latex or there was something different? It might have been um, like a silicone base. Silicone, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. And that's. I think, and we had talked about it a little bit because I was like, I, I, "This is, you know, this is close up and intimate. Like, it's got to look good." And she's like, "It will." She's like, "One of the things that happens with with silicone based prosthetics like that is that they still get that." Um, like how your ears, you can kind of see through them, like the light shines through them a little bit. Yeah. And if you don't get the right kind of material, that, that won't happen. So they'll just look solid. Um, like, uh, and one of the things we had conversations because she is like a big nerd about that. And we were talking about like how the ears didn't even do that in rings of power. Because <laughs> oh. they, they didn't have like the, uh, there's, there's um, a, a word for it, but um i can't it's, the word is escaping me but they're, they're just the way the light reacts through through the ears and like they do that at the tip and if you don't see that it's like well, why does that feel a little off like i can tell those are fake ears versus them actually having the light pass through it a little bit yeah so i also have to make uh, say that james you're also the the soldier in the film as well right yes, yes. so you guys acted together so how did you yeah. guys where did how did you guys first meet well, I put out a, a casting call and you're like, fantasy? I'm in. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So you guys met on this project? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And gotcha. we, we worked like very quickly. She became like, I originally just had her on as uh, actress. And then very quickly she started like producing for it because I was moving very quick. And she's like, well, I know this person or that person. I can get like this crew. And I'm like, you're great. You're awesome. <laughs> it was like within a month, we were actually ready, ready to shoot. Um, and I'm glad that we didn't because I think, uh, well, one, it would have been really, really cold. We, it got, the, the shoot got pushed back because of uh, winter came. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that it gave me a little bit more prep time to, to figure out what I'm doing. So <laughs> I'm glad that it got, that it got pushed out. It worked out. The yeah, Stefanica, because you've cool. like directed before, you're a writer, you like you act, you're kind of like the jack of all trades, I guess. Yeah, a little bit, you know. Yeah. And now with a, a recent project, now I've run camera. Now <laughs> you've run a camera, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so tell me about okay, so tell me about this particular project. It's all kind of it's all based out outdoors. It's uh it's a fantasy. We're kind of like in the, an alternative reality, one would assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, based in a uh, a fantasy world, and I mean, production wise, you can't go wrong if you want to do you know a period piece or fantasy or something like that. You can't go wrong if you have a, a nice set of trees, <laughs> and that's that's uh, basically what we had. It was um, shot at a uh, campground like park, um, but out of season, obviously. Uh, but it's usually a summer camp, and so 
uh, we, sh we shot it out there. I got in contact with the uh, person who basically does the uh, landscaping for that. And he was like, yeah, you can come out and let us use kind of the, the dining hall as like a place to stage our stuff and do makeup and all that. So, um, but didn't, didn't really need any use of the like indoor stuff. Like we, we, we talked about it a little bit too. It was like, is there anything that we could do like indoors or anything like for me, like a future part of the project, but I mean, yeah. predominantly it was just like, well, the, all, everything was within the same area. And one of the things that I even did with shooting the flashback general scene was literally just like if if you imagine where the bulk of it takes place where where stefanica and i are act, our characters are acting together if you just take the camera and you turn around that's where, that's where i shot the general scene like he just it's just like a different rock rock wall instead of a tree wall and like that's where we shot so it was like conveniently everything was like within the same area the creek was like right down like the creek scene was like right down the hill from there so it was all it was just very convenient to have that kind of like fantasy aesthetic with the roots showing and the moss and all that and there's easy set design you don't have to do a thing <laughs> exactly and but but also too you gotta i also want to point out that the day scenes with the two of you uh having that conversation it's the the the, the lighting is or the back it's like a certain time of the day it seems like it's dusk and you only yeah, have so yeah. a certain amount of time to shoot that in that time frame one would assume right yeah it was a very happy accident because it very quickly became night um and so we had to shoot that way it was never it was, wasn't written that way i was going to do like more of a day for night and hope we had more light but uh but uh we had, we started the fire and I'm like well we're going to make it real big because i didn't bring lights and we're going to use basically only the light and i'm going to you know fix it in post by just crushing the blacks and getting rid of as much of the grain as possible or the noise uh but yeah it, it we started to i had it to where we would shoot setups and we would shoot all mine and then we would shoot all hers but then the, the light started progressing i'm like well we're gonna have to shoot it and have to shoot it in chronological order and like literally just flip flop back and forth because the lighting is changing between this between yeah. the takes so drastically i'm like okay we're really just gonna it's not hard because it was still on a gimbal where we would just like shoot it that way turn around and shoot it that way and it would be really just a matter of moving crew around that way like chaotically to just keep up with the light consistently going down and then it started raining happy accident and it was miserable <laughs> <Yeah>. and cold <laughs> it was miserable but it looked awesome it did it did like the and it added to the story too because it's like okay now it's even more believable that like this is this would be a really rough situation like yeah. that somebody would maybe not survive without help um, mm -hmm. it worked out Thank you, Rain. <laughs> Tell me about the the seed of the idea. It's like I'm. I'm it, this seems like a there's a bigger story here. So it is technically a part of a bigger story that, like, I'm a I'm a huge like D and D neural nerd, and also like my my bigger grand uh like fantasy world, like my my like everything that I do that's fantasy like technically takes place in this universe. So it's like. It's my cinematic universe type thing. So it was just kind of like a vignette in a larger world that I'm building. But the the overall seed of the idea, I really just wanted something that had a powerful message and something that that said a lot without saying much. I almost was going to have the elf not not speak any common. Um, but just like to have not and I, I, I like I started to write it out that way and I, it was an option like the the script kind of went two different ways and then I ultimately decided to let me like I actually like this this route better with with her actually having some dialogue even if just saying a little bit but everything is so specific um, dialogue wise 
and and almost kind of um play on words and so it was very intentional like that to just like say so much with with without saying like without being super dialogue heavy yeah uh, yeah so what is the theme of the what's the what's your theme of the film so ultimately the theme is clemency which uh <laughs> which means um basically forgiveness that's not deserved um and i i really wanted to like capture that essence of like oh this this guy's a, a a piece of crap and doesn't deserve this kindness that he's getting but he's getting it and will that change his heart and that's ultimately the, the question is like um would would this kindness of somebody that from somebody who he is oppressing um change his view and that's kind of like the, the ultimate question that we're left with at the end yeah. to to hope for so that's his arc in the bigger story i guess like yeah he, yeah he's gonna try to figure out and like from a human standpoint or from an elf standpoint <laughs> she like the character like you just you just want to you just help people that's what you do even though he's a kind of a it's like a doctor in an emergency room they're not gonna they yeah they're yeah. like the guy's a jerk they're not gonna they're still gonna save his life right Mm. Yeah. yeah, I like I like the idea that like it brings to light like in war times, you know, remember that there are non-combatants and not everybody's fighting each other. It's yeah. just a select group from this group and a select people from this group, and we can't get along. Why are we fighting? Yeah, I li- I like that. There's yeah, there's the political or macro kind of issue conflict that's taking place the setup the, the the fight i guess right like there's, there's there's more than a few wars going on in our world today and there's sort of mm. like the individuals who are fighting it basically are just basically there because that's the ide- ideology of the country that they happen to live in i guess right mm. yeah and and kind of touching like on the concept of like not that it excuses it but the, a large degree of of soldiering that is just following orders type thing um where it's like some some bigger guy up top said to go do the thing so we're gonna go do the thing um and so like he's you know in in a way also a victim of the war um in whatever way it's shaping him and the things that he's done and you can i think even in like the flashback scene kind of see that like he's not okay with it but he's doing it because he like that's what he's supposed to do and it's like okay so he's he's you know weighing and measuring himself and even in that situation and saying like is this me is is this who i am um so yeah questions give 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 the audience lots of questions yeah. <laughs> and you're you're always wanted to, to to act in the film like play the main character in the film as well yeah i so the only reason i really got into filmmaking was was predominantly i wanted i wanted to act but there weren't really the kind of roles or things that i am interested in or to the quality or degree that i've wanted to um locally um so i just kind of accidentally fell in love with filmmaking and just i'm like i can make my own actor reel uh by making my own stuff and and then i i fell in love with the process of filmmaking and stuff too however much i have to struggle through that but <laughs> and stefanica um, what attracted you to george to james uh t george it's about to say george to james and uh in this project because you seem like pretty pretty busy and you have a lot of things going on i just um there there's there's always so much happening but like there's a lot of 
you know, horror and gangster and just, you know, straight up drama movies that people want to do. And, you know, my my love is, you know, fantasy and sci-fi. And uh, I was just excited at this prospect of just like, oh, I could have another fantasy nerd friend to like go <laughs> make, you know, Lord of the Rings stuff with. Like, come on. Um, and I hadn't been able to like, be an elf and act and kind of like um it was exciting the prospect of just kind of like switching off a part of my filmmaker brain and kind of focus on oh I get to act again so that's exciting and and I get to put on the ears yeah um and when I read the script it was I really liked that that morality tale that's in there and so not only was it like I get to go play in the woods it was it had a real heart to it so yeah and you, though, like strategically, I'm assuming, James, you kind of kept those, your, it's like, because most of the movie is you guys having a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, it's more detailed than that, but you, right. you, but you kept them apart. You kept like, out of the, like, they're the two characters, your character and Stefanica's character are, are always separated on, in the frame until, yeah, I guess, yeah. until the end, until which the very end, yeah. choice, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, intentionally did that um after i went out and kind of scout and did some like test shots was it like just the over the shoulder just didn't work for this context and to ha and then i think emotionally cinematography wise it, it works out that they're they're separate up until that you know we return back to the flashback and then now they're both there in this in frame um is even the only other time they're in the frame at the same time as when she first shows up and it's the wide shot and it, i you know, intentionally framed it that way where initially it's that same wide shot without her. And we, that's how we see like he's sat at the tree and then we come back to uh, that wide shot with her in the frame, but there's still like this massive chasm between them. Um, and then we go into the, to the singles, but yeah, uh, it, it was uh, intentional to kind of help with that, that um, emotional context of, of the divide and difference between them. Yeah. And I also got to point out because we talked about the years in the beginning, but the the nice makeup job of your face, and then you got the arrow and your leg, like yeah. not easy, not easy stuff for independent filmmaking. But it was like it's very realistic, like that. That your makeup job can go could can go wrong very quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So fantastic. Everybody had blood on their hands and couldn't touch equipment. I was like, just I don't even care at this point. <laughs> Press the button, and I'll deal with the stickiness later. And uh, there's still blood on my uh, on my dead cat on my audio. <laughs> Uh, my blimp there's still a big blood on it like it stained it <laughs> from well, it's like you know you, ha you have the makeup for that for that arrow wound but really like when you watch it like james like your reaction to it and the way that you're handling that really sells the fact that it's in your leg like yeah, we, we only well. look at it for just a second and then it's the sound design too that like you hear this <laughs> you're like <laughs> but yeah i i knew that we wouldn't have to to hang on it for a mo for that long even that that shot that we got of that was so quickly on the fly i'm like well maybe just like hold the angle like this and i'll just like i'll hold it against my leg and just pull it out and it'll look like it and i'll only look at it for like a few frames and it works <laughs> i'm literally just holding the leg there they're pressing it against or holding it pressing it against my leg i think i've moved the fabric up a little bit to kind of like make it look like it was in there but just creative angles the whole the whole gimmick with keeping it in the leg was such a goofy design. It was a half a bone broth container 
like that the plastic like like protein type jug cut in half and then like hollowed out to fit around the leg and then a hot glued pin caps which happened to be like literally I cut off the ends of pin caps which happened to be the right diameter to fit an actual like arrow um so I, I, that, that's that's how we made that gimmick and I just <clears throat> put it through the pants and it was we fought with it a good bit it didn't hold up and now learn I've now learned it with that and then even just our recent previous shoot if if you have to be like yeah it'll probably stay no figure it out before you get on set yeah. <laughs> it'll probably stay in place and like no it won't anything that can go wrong will go wrong 100 <laughs> percent. especially all the movement and stuff like that yeah so it's yeah. it's a it's a fantastic little like little like piece it's a fa- it's fantasy but you took all the elements that you have and obviously in the real world and you got some nice dark uh, light uh, nighttime scenes and you got the big fire and yeah, it's a, it's a really nicely put together film. It seems like it's doing well on the festival circuit as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks to Stefanica, I wouldn't even be here. <laughs> she's really been the uh, the proponent for that um, because I'm like I, we've both been like, wow, this is the gem. Like this is good. But I'm I've been uh, I've been like oh, on to the next thing. She's like, well, you know, you could let this one breathe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she's she's definitely been distribution is a big part yeah. of the five the five stages of filmmaking right so and i and i have no idea i'm just like i just i'm gonna make the thing <laughs> yeah. so i gotta get better at that aspect of it but well you hired her so then there you go yeah. I think that's how you yeah. make it better sometimes <laughs> it's all about who you hire right so or who you bring on to your film because yeah. i was on i was on your your instagram page and yeah you're you're um you're very busy on on it on your promotion. You even have a, you even have an Etsy page, right? You sell jewelry on Etsy. She might have disconnected. I think she just bit. froze but up. Yes, she does. Uh, it's I believe at Anika Arts, and yeah. that is uh, O N I K A A R T S. Yeah, I believe that's what it is. Yeah. But, so tell yeah, me, she so makes, makes little crafts and stuff like why, that. Why, while she tries to jump in, tell me about post production. You you alluded to the sound design, nice solid sound sound design. Who did that? Yeah, uh, sound design was definitely important to uh, selling the whole piece because I knew that like there's going to be mo- multiple instances where it would that like that was what was going to set the scene. Um, there was no horse. But like I'm asked, I asked people I'm like, yeah, you fell off a horse. It was just sound design. I could have actually had a horse, but I'm like, I'm not going to work with that. That's not in the time constraints that we have. But, um, you know, I, I didn't need to. We get the point. We know what happened. Um, same thing with like the burning village, uh, the elven village. I and mean, we just just use light and use uh, um, sound design and you, and you hear it. You know what's going on. Like you can hear kind of like the clinking of swords and stuff like that. Like there's there's the battle still going on and they're just overlooking it from their safe little perch um, and just other instances where I know like we're not, where we're going to use sound design to deliver, uh, to deliver visual visuals, but um, which I'm always thinking about that as far as uh, with sound design, sound design is so important for delivering visuals, which sounds weird, but like it paints pictures in people's heads. If when in instances where you don't need to show it, um, and uh I'm, I'm always looking for places that i can do that to save production wise like i'm like okay well if i don't actually need to burn a village i can just keep on them put a light a light on them that flickers and then you have a burning village with the sound design so yeah 
no fantastic the, the blood effect as well too like the 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 sound of the wound and working on that and all that yeah. too no it's a really it adds to the obviously it adds to the film like and, and then some right so and then you have a couple of special effects that you had i'm assuming you had to do in, in post as well yeah uh so the visual effects for that um were uh it was quite simply a book light a little battery operated book light that was like palmed in her hand um and then i just kind of like added more glow effects and like light ray effects and then i warped the light rays and <laughs> so really just that um where it it lit lit on there and that was another one that we just got like real quick and i'm like i'll fix it and post it <laughs> so we just like it started to get like real dark and we shot that insert i'm like i and i know i'll be able to work with this like there's light there and i and when you have light you can manipulate that light so uh, that's that's all I needed to do for that. Um, any any anytime I'm doing like a VFX thing, even as simple as that, I'm I'm looking for ways to add like practical interaction. So like in this case, the light was the practical interaction, and that's what's going to sell it. Rather than trying to digitally add in light, you can you can only do that so much. Um, but yeah, anytime you can do a practical um, effect, compare. Uh, Paired with that VFX work, yeah. then it's sell it even more to make it. You know, so Stefanica, you're back. You froze up for a second, and we. I was just alluding yeah. that that. Uh, pardon the cliche, but you, you're internet savvy. You have like you have ways like you used uh, Instagram and other social media sites to your advantage. And I was pointing out that you have even have an. Uh, you sell Julia on Etsy as well, I guess, right? I do. <laughs> How's that going? Um, I, I kind of took a step back from it, but it's, it's, it's still it's there. there. And, yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys think about the, uh, the feedback video? I think she just, she just froze up again. Might have just it again. <laughs> what did you think about the audience Stephonica, feedback video? That get it together. <laughs> she just had a dad, dad, she promoted her Etsy and then she's, she's gone. Right? So. I'm done here. <laughs> get it together, sweetie. We've got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the feedback, the I, feedback yeah, I, I really, really love that. Uh, Stefanica, we were just talking about the audience feedback video. If you want to yes, give your was... opinions on that first before you, oh, you're gone again. It's yeah. <laughs> 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 <That's> so sad. <laughs> um, there, there we are. Yeah. <laughs> go do it now. Go yeah. <laughs> do it before you freeze up again. God, thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I really, I, and I specifically told uh, Stefanica too uh, that like that was definitely a highlight of this festival um, to have something like that uh, is really, really cool to, to see people's. And, and I guess I don't know how they always go, right? But um, for, for me, it was super rewarding to have all of the points that I wanted to hit with an unbi unbiased audience being reading them back to me essentially saying like <clears throat> this is what it did well and this is like how i felt about it i'm like thank you that's what i wanted people to, to feel so yeah. <laughs> it was really cool to to hear that um with this specifically um to know exactly like where i where i landed uh on hitting that mark cool well i think i uh, congratulations to you guys for making this film you guys seem uh, very busy go ohio uh yeah <laughs> and uh you stefanica represents cincinnati you represent columbus i know in the in the area i guess right so 
So all you have to do is find someone from Cleveland and then you have a trifecta Ohio yeah, project. I've got friends in, in, in Cleveland as well too. Yeah, I have filmmakers yeah. there. So yeah, we got the trifecta. <laughs> so wish you guys the best. It's going to be an interesting year in Ohio. That's for sure for, in many ways. <laughs> yeah. it happens. And uh, and well, let's talk again, either separately or together when you guys make your next film. I'm sure we'll I'll see yeah. more films of yours in the future. Yeah, I'm getting to work on it right now. I'm going to cool. get off here and edit. <laughs> so, right. anyway, <laughs> Thanks so much. Terrific film. It's not easy to do a uh, independent fantasy film. You guys pulled it off. So congratulations. Thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemiel.